Hello everyone. This is Shunali Shroff and this is Kiran Mandral and, and we, we are, are not, not your, your aunties. aunties. Hi guys. Uh Kiran Mandral and I are back again this week with a very fun new episode inspired by the reality around us. Uh the reality is called Pigate and the episode is called Are Indians the worst travelers on the planet? This is a question and not a statement so don't hang us. <laughs> Please don't uh, send the voodoo dolls and knives at us. Uh, we are seriously asking this question in light of what has happened in recent times and we all know what has happened we're not going to go into detail about it. We'll just say that some people need na- uh, you know toilet training and nappies if they on are allowed flights. to go on flights and have alcohol. But that apart are Indians really the worst travelers what do you think? I think starting with um, the fact uh, the fact that these two travel passengers on the plane peed in or around the seat of a co-passenger allegedly uh, is more than anything else uh, indicative of how when Indians see something for free <laughs> or if they feel they've paid for something then they are unstoppable they want to do full vasooli on it so whether it's blue you know it's it's a single malt uh, or it's hotel toiletries Uh, I mean Kiran I'm sure you and I are no exception when it comes to good hotel toiletries right in the beginning when forest essential was kept at the Taj and the Obra I used to you know take at least the things that I wanted to use from there Plead guilty totally guilty I still do forest essentials is like uh, I can't resist it right but uh, that's but where now, I draw know, the we, line we draw a line same here <laughs> and I don't have space to keep collecting these plastic bottles it's also really bad for the environment but uh, you know over the last few years there've been some extremely disturbing um, anecdotes one was when there was a caribbean tour and there was a gutka king who carried some 1500 employees of his on a uh, an offsite on a retreat and uh, these people uh, ruined the experience of every other passenger on the cruise you can only well imagine because you know they end up being so loud and then they started clicking pictures without you know inappropriately or without seeking permission of the other the women on the boat cruise who were from who were not part of this company who were dancing and partying or dressed in bikinis by the pool or whatever and none of this surprises us i was in pehalgaon last week i was staying at a hotel with very genteel people and there was uh, a large bunch of you know uh, people who were definitely middle aged um and they they looked very they looked very very well spoken they were a smart set but at night i had to call the reception because i was on a holiday with my mother we were in a mountain resort we are certainly there to seek some peace and calm otherwise you know we just stay in bombay if we wanted the noise uh and these guys were beating it up with loud music and parties and they had a wonderful bollywood playlist which after some time because my mom was trying to sleep it was already well past 11 i had to call the reception the reception spoke to them and it you know they sh- they wound it they wound it down 30 minutes later but the very fact that you have to say this to them okay these are educated people okay so this is entitlement drinking too much is entitlement sitting on a flight with uh, watching a video with the volume on is also entitlement especially on a late disregard. night flight when you have to when you're hoping to catch some shut eye and the person next to you is watching a movie with all the dishum dishums and everything in it and chorus and you keep calling the air hostess and you tell them first like can you right when they don't listen you call the air hostess they yeah. still don't listen what do you do right and after a point in time you wonder like is it deliberate ignoring of your request or it is a sense of a power statement i think it is it becomes that At the the other it. day, again, now when I was going to Kashmir, I was checking in. 
I was running late for my flight because I left my mobile at home. Lovely. Okay, and then I had to turn back and quickly go morning flight. And there was a woman uh, with a little child checking in. And then after her boarding pass had been handed over to her, she was going on asking some useless questions. I mean, at least to me, they just sounded there. I mean, what if they changed the gate? What if this, whatever? So at some stage, I just said, do you mind? I need, I have a flight to catch as well. I'd like to check in. So she's telling me, have some patience. And if you are so impatient, you can go and stand in another queue. Now, I'd been polite with her. I hadn't spoken to her rudely. And why did it become a battle of egos? I don't know. So I said, I've waited here long enough. I'm not going to change my queue. When she left the counter with her boarding card in her hand, she turned around and told me, you really need to teach yourself some patience in life. So I told her, I already have a mother at home, but thanks. Okay, <laughs> And we have children too, to teach and us more too. And she more was patience. picking up a fight with me in front of her kid. Okay. But I had to also tell myself to not get involved in that. So, I mean, I'm being, I'm fessing up here that sometimes when somebody's being that way or people, when Indians, when they're getting out of a plane, right? Hello. Shoving each other. Hello. What is it about the uh, standing up the moment the flight touches down on the runway? There's a prize for who gets off the plane first. first. And what is the rush to board first? Are we going to be catching window seats? Have we not grown out of the era of rushing to catch window seat in a train? And the seats are already allotted. I don't get it. Maybe it is because of cabin baggage. Perhaps people want space for cabin. I can still justify people rushing to get in, though they announce zones now. And that helps. But I just cannot fathom that you have to still go and wait at the belt for your luggage anyway. Okay. So what are you getting by speeding towards it, shoving people along the way? With that lot, I have now started getting losing it. I'm like, can you not see I'm standing in front of you? Can you not wait? You know, if it's, of course, it's an older elderly person, one has to be courteous. But I realize that this is really, maybe this is part of going my hormones, okay? <laughs> I feel more than anybody else, more than my children, my husband, my anybody in my universe, it's these passengers that I have to really hold my peace around. You know, let's blame it all on the hormones. But also, have you noticed this thing about where you have nicely, carefully, lovingly booked a window seat? Right. And somebody comes along and says like, flight window please Oh no. And you are torn between coming across as evil auntie from hell and saying, no, I paid for this window seat. I want to sit here. Yeah. And uh, seeing the, you know, the very distraught face of the child throughout the flight for not I getting the window seat. Anyway, I have to be I've had this huh. many times and a couple of times I've been nice and said, okay, fine, you can take the window seat. So no you've problem. taken the middle seat and done? No, I've taken the aisle seat and the ah, parent. Okay. That's, uh, fine. Yeah, that's fine. But I wanted window seat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want aisle seat with, you know, every back person with a backpack knocking my head off. This is what I'm saying. Uh, so I'll tell you something very interesting. I don't know if you're aware of this. It happened, I think, recently, I mean, a year or two years ago. In Stad, there's a hotel, one of those ski resorts, a four-star, dignified four-star hotel, verified four-star hotel. And they'd put up a notice uh, saying that uh, this notice, dear Indian guest, uh, and the no summary of the notice was, it said, do not take any food away with you from the, from the breakfast buffet. Uh, what is served here is for breakfast only. If you want to carry a lunch bag, you can order it from our staff. Second was, please use cutlery provided because other guests also want a hygienic and appetizing buffet because, you know, they just use because. your hands. And third was, uh, please be quiet in the corridors at night. We have other guests as well who need their rest. Okay. So... 
it be a big hue and cry was raised over this because instead of introspecting people were saying you know what about the american travelers they are so loud what about the chinese so on and so forth and i think the hotel got slammed sufficiently and then they took this down and i don't know how you feel about it are you on the hotel side or on the side of the indian traveler i am firmly on the hotel side same here and i know of another hotel which had written which had a notice uh, i forget where it was exactly but it said please do not hang your clothes out to dry in the balcony it was a heritage hotel mm. in a lovely resort and it mentioned please do not dry your clothes on your ba- in the balcony we are happy to provide you with laundry services as required and uh, dear guests please do not wipe your coal on the towels oh dear god so these were actual notices that some hotel in, at in in, in, uh, in some resort i forget which one but i remember this So my thing is you're going to a place where you are there to enjoy yourself enjoy yourself by all means but don't inconvenience others also what about indians who jump into swimming pools with their salwar kameez and sarees on <laughs> i've seen this in a very high end hotel a very expensive hotel so clearly these are people not lacking in money because you can say they are lacking in education but they are not because hopefully they've been exposed to the world a little bit if they can spend that kind of room rate a night i'm assuming okay it's disregard it's absolute uh, it's disregard and it's a sense of as you said earlier entitlement yeah we've paid for it hum hum to karenge humne to pay kiya hai humko koi rok nahi sakta it is just that do you know these indians who went to bali i i bet you've seen this video on yes about them uh, taking out everything that wasn't nailed down in the room listen <laughs> this family that went to bali in indonesia on a holiday they were hauled up by the hotel the staff security. just as they were driving out of the gate and the entire hall was recorded what all they had taken and and this was on twitter it went viral the uh, the head of the family first spoke talked down to the guys and said you don't know who i am sort of a thing and how dare you and then there were gadgets there were cell bad cell phone batteries you're right there was art there were the paintings from the wall of the room there, there were to- you know the toilet holders the brush the ceramic there was nothing left in that room there were bed sheets and towels and then he said iska kya hai aap mere se 50 lakh le lo you know take 50 lakhs from me i don't care about all this if you don't then why did you allow your family to do it and then they acted aggressive so i in china and allegedly chinese traveler also you know when they became world travelers at first they were making a lot of people uncomfortable and sort of flouting a lot of rules and being quite apathetic towards the other travelers but china has an had to publish an advisory mm. for the mm. international travelers that when you travel overseas you are representing your country please don't jump queues please don't this please don't that there was a whole advisory given to them to train them and why is the indian government not considering doing it because you know we we want to feel proud i feel embarrassed when somebody you know over the head of another passenger say from another country who's unfamiliar with india passes theplas around like that oh yes okay. traveling in a group i was just discussing it with a friend traveling in a group and being on a flight with people traveling on a group and sharing food can be the most miserable experience for those who for for whom this is not their food or those so, yeah it can be right yeah and uh, even if you not if you are from that culture and you know that how f- important food is to them but you don't appreciate it being passed over your head right there could be an accident any time i mean what do you do do you have uh, sit in the flight with an umbrella there's pee gate happening <laughs> people are passing food around what do you do you wear a raincoat you sit with an umbrella actually we really 
do this with such impunity okay you know japanese travel is excellent i've been to japan once and i am a desi so i am really in some ways i am really this is in my dna the very things traits that we are criticizing i remember that i was trying to get onto a train and this has happened with me several times overseas when i was much younger i would see that i'm in a rush to get on but people are waiting to get off and it's done in a systematic manner you let the person get off and then you board and i was impatient with age i have improved in japan people queue up everybody gets off you quietly queue up with them and then you slowly board the train okay it is done like a haiku there's so much dignity and respect offered to the co passenger and i know that we are an overpopulated country people miss trains and flights and buses if they were going to start start showing each other <laughs> this kind of courtesy okay but maybe like a middle ground somewhere maybe we need to start the school level where we start they teaching start teaching civil courtesy yeah, and uh, civil cleanliness and etiquette cleanliness etiquette just that it it boils down to that i must tell you about a hilarious incident that happened when i was traveling to maldives i think we mm-hmm. took a flight we went from bombay to coimbatore and we had a connecting flight from there so some a gentleman climbed onto the flight at coimbatore and he had a one of those woven bags with him and there were oranges or limes or something in it and he kept it at his feet and the flight took off and everybody was suddenly felt something brushing against their feet oh they spilled over all the oranges <laughs> were rolling through the flight and the air hostesses were screaming and then he decided to get up while the flight was taking off to collect his oranges fantastic and that was another level of crazy i don't think in them <laughs> then there was some who picked up the oranges and quietly kept it in their own bags <laughs> and then he did a head count of his oranges and decided they weren't the right number oh no and then the flight was in air he was marching up and down to ask if anybody had seen or taken his oranges this is hilarious this you know there should be a book so one should just do a book compile or i i had heard of some incident where um this family that was carrying their own papada and thepla and whatever which is whatever i'm not passing a judgment on that but here's the thing they pulled out tomatoes and onions and they asked the air hostess to chop it because they wanted to have bail <laughs> on an international flight oh lord that's a little too much right and when they travel in these tour packages i've seen this myself they get off and you're sitting and there are two passengers sitting next to you and they behave like they are on some gali kucha where they can lean on a chair and you know have a long conversation with the guy and you're trying to read a book or watch a movie or catch and half the conversation is through your ear into his ear it's really now you know because we are traveling so much more have you had the backs of your knees taken out by trolleys impatient trolley oh, wielders by, behind my, you my my ankles and yeah, heels yeah. Yeah. yeah that's you know the height difference between us <laughs> my, my knees get the backs of my knees get off your ankles get taken out so so i was at the calcutta airport trying to check in long line very angry gentleman behind me with a loaded trolley he took out the backs of my knees thrice After what telling, did you do the first time i looked at him and i thought maybe it was a mistake and i said like can you keep some space the second time i growled a bit the third time i yelled i said if you break my knees i'm going to report you to the police right away oh you did yeah because it hurt I was hobbling. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have allowed him a second and a third chance. There was no ch- choice. He was in the queue behind me. Oh god. In the check-in. So <laughs> so this is also what happens. They're so impatient to get to check-in. 
And they now want all to... airports, even domestic airports, have lounges, right? You can use your credit card and go in. I rarely eat that food because it's very oily and greasy. But on the odd occasion that I wanted to, if it's an odd flight, when they're heaping up their plate with that free food, <laughs> they won't see that there's this much left, and I should leave it for somebody who's in the queue. I mean, again, this boils down to I don't know if it's it's just a matter of not having the etiquette or being insensitive. I think it's a blend of both. Yeah, and also. it's uh, entitlement and also i think somewhere the collective consciousness of scarcity from the place that's it has not left us that's, that hasn't left us it hasn't so i guess it is that the rush to board the flights you know before even the flight is announced at the gate yeah the rush to get off what else could it be listen also they why do you think in indian public toilets and all they tie everything down <laughs> okay <laughs> everything is like tied up with us with is attached with a string because people take those things away i mean the hotel headrests are on the world are attached with a mm-hmm. thing because people probably see see the american travelers also quite a nuisance yes absolutely at least they, i mean they're very loud i don't know they pilfer things but they're very loud they're very loud and very annoying and very inconsiderate and Sometimes they can be very chatty when you want to sleep. Yeah, but do you know that these um that that I hate that chat because that chat is nothing. It means nothing. It's just noise. Uh, a lot of hotels. I didn't know this, but hotels actually uh, put red flags against Indians who are stealing things. Mm. Uh, and so, supposing let's say that there's an Indian who says hangari to chori kiya hai. It's not a theft. I've paid for it. That's how they justify it, right? I mean, not a TV or a Bose sound system, but at least hangers and you know bed sheets, for example. So then it comes up in the system. Okay. Yeah. So if you've done it as a one-off, it's all right. One-off, one hanger is okay. But I think if it's a consistent thing, then housekeeping reports and then it, it shows up against your name. So I'm sure these people don't know that. Otherwise, they'll find a way to get around that. No. they will go to countries they're never going to go to again and they won't use chains then they'll use local hotels ah uh, they find a way to get around that yeah they will shortly after kiran and i had finished recording our episode on the great indian passenger uh, on the back of the entire p gate saga uh, even before our episode had gone on air i received a message in my dm uh, on instagram from um shankar mishra sister shankar mishra is the man who was accused of being on uh, an elderly woman on the flight on the air india flight and um i remember that i had uh, you know in my own way defended him on a new show uh, not defended him per se but i had spoken about the urgency of cancelling people without a thought for you know the, the their future and I think that his sister might have watched that episode and she reached out to me to say that I somehow felt comfortable messaging you my brother is unemployable he has slipped into depression we do not he doesn't have a source of income to even fight this case out in the court of law uh, the case is going on in Delhi and is there any way you can connect me with somebody who can represent us pro bono so uh that made me think that it's all great to laugh at people and you know not forgive them for such a big lapse uh in fact i brought this up with a bunch of my friends and i seem to be the only one who was supporting this point of view that give people another chance uh and i think this is it this man there are many lives that depend on him depend upon him and if this is his fate 
uh, I dread. I dread what's going to happen to anybody who makes a mistake in the world that we live in today. And with that, this is a wrap on this episode of Not Your Auntie. This is Kiran Manral. And this is Shunali Kulashroff. Write in to us. Uh, tell us what you liked and what you didn't like. I'm at Kiran Manral on all social media. I'm Shunali Kulashroff on Instagram and Shunali Shroff on Twitter. See you next week. Ciao. Ciao.